Well, good evening. Welcome to DidYouHearThat.com. My name is Jeff Hare. Glad you're with me on a Wednesday night. Towards the end of January, hard to believe that uh, Christmas was one month ago today. Doesn't that seem like it was just yesterday, just a month or so ago? <laughs> uh, who knows? Anyway, thanks for coming out tonight. Uh, listen up to a little bit of what we're going to do. I think I'm going to do a top 10 list. I know I said Sunday night when I was uh, when I was recording that I wanted to get uh, like a little echo there. There we go. Uh, Sunday night when I was doing it, I wanted to do a top 10 list. I hadn't done one in a while, and uh, I figured, you know what? Tonight I'm going to do one. And the one I chose was one of my old-time favorites, uh, the 10 Rules for Living. I kind of updated it somewhat, and uh, you probably may have heard it before. And if you have, hey, great. If not, but I, I, I've changed it around a little bit to make it like a little more interesting. So, anyway, top ten rules for living. Uh, I use them. You should too. You know what? I'm going to get merchandise. I'm going to have T-shirts for sale. I might even put them on that. Who knows? Anyway, top ten rules for living. Here we go. Number ten: Never, ever mess with a guy named Vinny. You just never know what it's going to bring. Nothing good can come of it. Believe me. You're sitting at a place and a guy named Vinny walks in, buy him a drink, give him a wave, and just let it go. Believe me. It's well worth it to you. Number nine, never, ever go to West Virginia. Now, this is personal for me. West Virginia is a beautiful state, got great people, but I was driving one time and got caught in a snowstorm going up a mountain. And I want to tell you, I still have nightmares over that. Still, to this day, have nightmares over that. Uh, PTSD, I think they call it. Another reason I need therapy. Anyway, don't go to West Virginia, nothing there. Number eight, always drink or eat something that someone else pays for. Now, if someone gives you something and is good enough to grace you with a gift, it would behoove one to partake, right? That's what you want to think. That's what I do. However, there is one exception, and that's rule number seven. I was once asked, Omar and I were once asked to go to a friend of ours' house. He was going to cook us dinner. He and his wife wanted to have us over for dinner. So, yeah, Omar, I said, yeah, what the hell? We'll come over. Yeah, no, no problem. And we went over, and he wanted to cook us his specialty, which he called raw dog. He didn't tell us what raw dog was. Well, we get down there, and we sit down, and nice house, and nice tables all done up, and they really were put it all together. He brings out raw hamburger that he put some kind of spice on and made it look good. It was awful. It was like the worst thing I've ever eaten. I take, took like a half a bite of it. It's like, oh, golly, I can't eat this. His dog was sitting there. His black lab was sitting there. We're, Omar and I are trying to feed the dog the food. And the dog took one look at us and said, oh, hell no, I'm not eating that. The dog didn't even want it. You know, and our buddy, our friend who invited us over, he was just pouring this stuff down like nobody's business, eating all he could eat. Omar and I are looking at each other like, man, let's get out of here. Let's go to McDonald's, you know. And, uh, well, ended up what happened and the guy's wife finally stepped in. And she goes, you know, I don't think your friends like the food. And so they went up and put it on the grill, but they brought it back. It was still terrible. We still couldn't eat it. I mean, it was just, I still... Even thinking about it kind of makes me want to, well, say. But it's just not a good thought, though. All right, number six. I call this the Omar rule. We talked about this before. Never buy drinks for strange women in bars, especially if 23 of them show up on a party bus right before a wedding, all drunk, want people to buy their drinks. I know it cost me $68. You know, Omar, he called me the other day after he heard the story I did on it just uh, a week or two ago. He called me up and he said, hey, he says, it cost me, it cost him a whole lot more than a hundred. I thought it cost him a hundred, but it was a whole lot more than that. He said, so I said, well, you know what? I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> so never buy drinks for strange women in bars. Number five, never under any circumstances dance. Now me personally, I've written about that before. I can't dance basic Elaine from Seinfeld. If you remember that, you know, over the years, uh, 
I can never figure out on my single single years. I think it got, I think it cost me more dates than it actually got me not being able to dance. I mean, I'd go out there and try to dance, just couldn't do it. And I can never figure out why women would run off the dance floor. Finally, after about five years, someone pulled me aside and said, bro, you just can't dance. Don't waste your time. So kind of got away from that. And fortunately, when I met Kristen, she didn't dance either. So life was good. Number four, always applaud, applaud loud for someone like I guess that's laughing. How about this one? Yeah, there we go. Always applaud loud for somebody. That's what I'm talking about right there. That way, when you get up, if they're singing or dancing or not dancing, but if they're singing or speaking or whatever, always applaud loud. That way, when you get up to sing or talk or whatever, if you're in a karaoke bar or a comedy club or whatever. That way, when you get up and do it, they're doing they're they're applauding for you. I mean, I used to get up in karaoke bars all the time can't sing a lick, but I get the loudest applause. Why? Because I applauded louder for everybody. And you're always better off when you do it. Give them a, hey, that's what I'm talking about in the middle of it and all that type of thing. And people just eat that stuff up. I used to get huge applause for being the worst singer in the place. Okay. And it was great. I used to think of Sinatra. I'd go up there and just go up there and warble something terrible and get a huge applause. The bar owners look at me like, what is this guy doing? But anyway, it would always work. Anyway, number three, always carry two doggy cleanup bags when taking your dog out for a walk. Why two, you ask? What happens if one blows away and your dog decides to do its business in your neighbor's yard? Your neighbor's watching out the window. Hello, Mrs. Johnson. Hey, it's a beautiful day. Isn't it? Hey, was that, was that cookies I smelled coming out of your kitchen yesterday? You bacon. I tried that. It didn't work. Believe me, they're still bad. So always carry two. It, it better that way. Number two, and this is a pet peeve of mine, a big time pet peeve of mine. What if I got a sound effect for it? What's this one? <laughs> Yeah, okay, we'll do that one. This just drives me. This just infuriates me to no end, okay? You know what it is? When you go to like a McDonald's or a, a, a fast food restaurant, how do people not know what they're going to order? I mean, McDonald's has had the same thing on their menu for 40 years, for longer than that, 60 years. Yet you go up there to the drive-up, and you got some guy ahead of you in his car, and it's taking 20 minutes to order. They can't decide if they want fries with their number one or not, whether they're Big Mac. And I've got a Big Mac, but I don't want fries, golly, I don't know. And they're, standing, and they're backing up traffic, and people are looking at you like you're crazy. It's, come, on, come on, man, get going. Do what I do. Memorize the menu. When I get up there, it's like, hey, I'll have number one, small fry, and a large Diet Coke. And yes, I know to go to the next window to pay. Thank you very much. Quick, easy. You get behind me at a McDonald's. If you sit, if you're in a car behind me at McDonald's, you'll know what I'm talking about. You say, "Hey, there's Jeff Hare. I'm glad I'm behind him. Food is good." It's the way I always look at it, it drives me crazy. Number one, the number one rule for life, and this should be an easy one, but unfortunately, it only took me 40 times to learn that. But you cannot order Italian in a Chinese restaurant. It just doesn't work out the way you think it's going to. Anyway, thank you very much for coming along. Let's see if we got any more music. Hey, look at that. But more Miles Davis in there. Hey, maybe I'm getting this thing. I don't know. That's kind of what we're trying to do, trying to play. I got this new sound system here. I'm trying to put together with this and make it. Got some big things coming up with the uh, Did You Hear That site coming up in the future. Some big baseball stuff. If you're a fan of the Cubs, we got some stuff coming up there. Uh, some big news coming soon. Anyway, thank you for joining me. Have a good week. If you're out in the east where the snow is falling and the temperature is dropping, be very, very careful. I need all the listeners I can get, and I don't want anything to happen to you. If you're out here in California like me, I'm playing pickleball tomorrow night. Come on by. Anyway, <laughs> thank you very much. This is Jeff. We'll talk soon. Bye. Take it away, Miles Davis.